Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Marijuana, that's my topic. We've had some interesting new developments in our research and findings and understandings of marijuana that are important to uh, consider, and I want to share them with you because it's critical. As our nation becomes increasingly drug-dependent and marijuana-oriented. Now, I'm drawing in my discussion today from research by a cardiologist from the University of San Francisco, the medical school. His name is Dr. Gregory Marcus. And what he did, along with his researcher's assistants, research assistants, was to study the hospital records of 22 million patients in hospitals in Colorado, in Oklahoma, and um, at that time tried to find out what was the pattern, what's the new pattern that's occurring in emergency rooms and in hospital admissions as it relates to marijuana. Now, a number of interesting results occurred that uh, I'll summarize several of them and take a look at them, you know, with you. Number one is, is the recreational use of marijuana is linked to an increase in abuse. It's linked to injuries due to overuse of the marijuana, and it's linked to a substantial increase in automobile accidents, which then means an increase in hospitalizations, emergency visits, emergency room visits, and doctor visits of all kinds. So the legalization of marijuana has had a very definite spin-off that's increased the uh, health hazards of the American people who indulge in its use in those three ways according to this particular study. So these uh, 28 million hospital records are very important and tell the story of marijuana use and what has become of the effects of marijuana since legalization took place in these states and other states, you know, as well. So one factor that a lot of people kind of point to and saying, well, it's helpful in one area, and that is pain management. Well, what this research found is that there were fewer diagnoses of chronic pain after the legalization of marijuana. And... Um, there was a substantial uh, increase in the use of marijuana as a pain management strategy for people. Now, here's the deal. Marijuana became available. People have pain. They started to use marijuana to control their pain. And there's been an enormous increase in the use of marijuana as just as a result of that. But other studies, interestingly, show this, that marijuana may control pain but it's temporary and it's limited, it's minimal. So what does one then have to do? Well, if it's temporary, any pain management strategy, whether you take a pill or whatever, you take another one, and then you take another one, and then you take another one, and then you take a stronger one, and then you take a stronger one, and then you take a stronger one. That's the pattern of addiction. So obviously, we can say that marijuana has a pain management effect, but there is the side effect is also very important you know, to consider, and that is, will you become addicted? Well, the answer is yes. Will you need more of it? Well, the answer is yes. Will you need a more potent dosage of it? Well, the answer is yes. So while it helps in the pain management arena, 
it creates an enormous problem for the user. Namely, it's a pathway to addiction. And we know that addiction sets in after just one use of marijuana over the course of a week. So, highly potent, highly dangerous, and there's a great deal of risk for the user. So, we have to kind of think through what is really the benefit of it. Now, when you look at the research of uh, Dr. Marcus, he also found that there was a um, increase, no, pardon me, a decrease, a decrease of 5% in hospital admissions, diagnosis of chronic pain. So people went, were not going to the emergency rooms, weren't going to the hospitals for their intense chronic pain, but turning to marijuana. But then over time, all of these other effects, you know, were likely to take place. One becomes very, uh, it, it becomes very problematic because then people have to use more and more of it and stronger amounts of it and obviously live with a pattern of addiction. So, 22 million Americans are reporting that they use marijuana in the course of a month. 22 million Americans report using marijuana in the course of a month. So that's a huge utilization, which means then there's a huge potential for increased addiction and then increased abuse of it, increased car accidents as a result of it, and increased uh, use of it in hospitalizations and other forms of overuse and the problems of that. So you see, we've created a problem. We've created a mess. We've created a major problem on our hands. And Dr. Marcus, in his research, ends up saying that he strongly advises against driving while under the influence of any mind-altering drug, including marijuana. Dr. Marcus strongly advises against driving a car under the influence of any mind-altering drug, including marijuana. That's the problem, because car accidents then start occurring and increasing uh, frequency of car accidents and seriousness of car accidents as well. So what might sound like a good uh, venture on one hand turns out to be a bad venture on the other. That's just having to do with accidents. But we do know that those that then use it become increasingly addicted and they in become increasingly likely to overuse the marijuana, which means they're going to have a drug overdose effect. And drug overdose effect usually is associated with death, usually associated with major mental health problems, usually associated with the breakdown of the brain neurologically. So that memory is affected, perception is affected, judgment is affected, uh, special relationships are affected, and we know that all social relationships are affected, including marriage and family life. So if you only get a short degree of benefit for pain management, and you only get a minimum benefit of, 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 at all by the use of marijuana, look at the side effects in terms of how it's going to have a negative effect upon you and your marriage, your family life, your work, your social relationships, then ongoing into your general health, and so on. So it's not an easy thing. Not just a matter of, okay, marijuana is a pain reliever. No. It's a pain reliever that comes with many, many consequences, many alternative problems, many subsequent problems that you have to deal with, and you have to be prepared to deal with. So it's a mess that you're getting into. Make sure you're aware of that and you're ready to face the consequences if you're going to use marijuana as a pain 
management tool. I think it'd be very important to consider whether you really want to be married or not, whether you really want to have a strong family life or not, as to whether you're going to use marijuana, include marijuana into your life pattern and jeopardize your marriage and your family. Just that in itself, let alone other aspects of health. So there you are. It's a recent study. And uh, while there may be a few limited benefits, it comes with a great deal of price and pain and agony and injury and cost. That's the decision that you really have to make. A sad thing happened in my office the other day, talking to a teenage kid, high school kid. And he was having some problems, and that's why I'm seeing him, obviously. And uh, he was telling me that he went to a school counselor. And just maybe a kind of week before I started to see him. And he was telling the school's counselor a little bit about some of his problems and some of the difficulty he was having in school and with other students and so on. And here's what this school counselor said. And I might just add, a stupid school counselor said this. Well, why don't you just go and grow some marijuana and use marijuana? They'll help you. And with that, the student stood up and walked out of that counselor's office and never went back. Now, that's pretty stupid advice for a school counselor to tell a high school kid, obviously below the age of legal use of marijuana, obviously an a, a kid who is still developing his brain, put it at risk, and obviously a kid that is very vulnerable to becoming addicted. And that's what a school counselor advised. Go grow it and use it. Now, obviously a school counselor was probably doing the same thing, but why would you tell a kid that? And that kid was so mad at that school counselor. Now, that's illegal to do that. It certainly puts that school counselor's job at risk, and um, something needs to be done about that. If you're a school counselor, if you're a therapist or a counselor of any kind, pastor, youth leader, you know, whatever it might be, you don't tell kids to go do something that you know good and well is going to be addictive in nature and will be problematic in nature and will likely lead to major illnesses, accidents, injuries, cost of many many different kinds so be careful about that okay anyway nice to have you with me and i would recommend that you go to lehman lock and safe lehman l-e-h-m-a-n apostrophe s lehman's lock and safe in fresno if you have a lock problem a key problem that's the guy you call so make sure that you connect with him if you have any form of difficulty related to locks and safes okay and um here's his number 559-228-1805. Okay. Make contact with him and also go to my website, www.booksbyhedberg.com and my uh, book on parenting discusses this whole issue of drug use in the home and in the family. So get a hold of it. Okay. Bye-bye.